I'm Ben. I'm Megan. And we are Expecting Twins. Join us each week as we talk about twin stuff from how our babies are doing to helpful tips everyone can use. Welcome to the Twinning Podcast. Hey everyone, it's Ben from the Twinning Podcast. Hope you guys are all having a great week. Um, if you haven't had a chance, take a look at our Facebook page. Uh, we posted a pic or a video uh, a couple days ago of Harper rolling over. We're pretty excited about that. Um, we could tell that they're both getting ready to do it. And then all of a sudden I was able to capture it on my camera. So it's a pretty special moment that um, we wanted to share with everyone. This week, Megan and I had the chance of talking with Fifi Appleby. Uh, we met Fifi a couple weeks ago. We, uh, reached out to her, um, through Instagram, and uh, she has some great information and knowledge and tips to share with other twin families. Um, this conversation, we talk about her and her husband's journey through IVF, um, as well as uh, her um, tips that she has to share uh, about pumping, breastfeeding, um, and things that you know, especially expectant twin families should listen to and will probably find very helpful. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, again, reach out to us on Facebook, The Twinning Podcast. Um, check us out on iTunes, or I think it's called Apple Podcasts now, um, as well as go to our website, www.thetwinningpodcast.com. And I hope you guys have a great week. Enjoy our conversation with Fifi Appleby. Fiorella, but I've gone by Fifi since I was a little kid. Um, I live in Houston. Um, pharmaceutical sales reps so have a super flex um, job, which is great with these two new little things in our lives. Do you want me to go into everything? Are you recording right now, or are we just talking? Yeah, I've been recording. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Cool. So just... I just didn't know. No, didn't know what you had to edit, and you know if I cursed or anything yet. So oh, well, <laughs> we joke that there's usually I'm usually saying shit one time in this podcast. Yeah. So it usually has explicit on it. So oh man, you know what they say that the more you curse, the more intelligent you are. So I oh. I kind of stand by that. <laughs> I curse like a sailor, and if you have a couple drinks in me, I really really curse. I don't know if y'all have done your part about uh, the wine yet, but I did grab a glass of wine so that I could. Oh, see, I. I asked Ben, I was like, what wine are we going to try tonight? He's like, we're interviewing somebody, so we're not going to try any. We should have tried uh, wine. Know, feel free to pop something open and like stop me mid-sentence if you guys want. I'm I'm totally <laughs> cool with it. I know you're, you know, trying to be on top of everything, but please feel free oh. to have a glass of wine. I'm totally cool with it. Oh, um, awesome. <laughs> so, so what kind of wine so are you having, though? <laughs> um, So I'm having a cab. I am... Um, I'm having a cab. It's called a Grayson Cellars. Um, it's a, like a 2013 or 2014. It's not a very expensive bottle, but it's actually pretty good. It's, it's like a 10 or $15 bottle of wine, but it's nice. And Those I'm a big best. chewy, yeah, I'm a chewy cab kind of person. Mm-hmm. So I just needed it. I just got home from uh, going to see another friend that just had a baby and, you know, took the food and visited with them. And she was telling me some of her experiences with just having a baby and breastfeeding and, and formula in the hospital and the formula shaming and all of the things that I know you have, you guys have dealt with. So. Yeah, for sure. 
So tell us about, um, yeah, tell us about you guys and like your whole your whole story journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so um, I um, am now thirty eight years old. Uh, my husband and I have been together since uh, I was twenty two. We started dating when I was in college, and he was in college, and so we've been together um, fifteen years, sixteen years. Um, and so we got married, um, I guess 10 years into our relationship, a little around, around 10 years. Um, but in any case, we, you know, did like everybody else does these days and traveled and took care of their career and, um, decided, I guess it's time to start trying to have a child. And when we went to go try it, didn't quite work out how we thought it was going to. Um, we tried for about a year and a half. I went and got tested because I was avoiding trying to find out. Turned out everything was okay. Um, then my husband went to go get tested. And uh, what we now know is that on his family, there is a genetic um, issue. And um, as you get older, um, your sperm production goes down. And so he... so. So what I didn't know going into the, everything was that um, about 40% of cases are um, of infertility tend to be male factor infertility, um, you know, because a lot of times men don't talk about things the way women do, obviously. Um, but also people just automatically assume that it's the female that have issues. So um, turned out that he had very low sperm production and it was a hereditary issue. Many of his family members have it. In any case, long story short, um, after a very long struggle and a couple of rounds of IVF, um, we got our twin babies. And um, I am a big Instagram person and thought, well, you know, maybe there's an Instagram community out there of infertility, uh, you know, people just like me dealing with it. And it uh, turned out to be a huge um, form of support that I didn't even know existed mm-hmm. um, out there. And so I created a separate um, Instagram account just for fertility. And um, it, it really helped to have other people out there that were, you know, dealing with the same thing. And since then, I have now sort of um, seek uh, other people that have twins, because again, it's another thing, unless you have twins, you don't really understand what that whole, you know, having two kids at the same time thing is like. Right. And so it's, it's, it's really interesting how Instagram has kind of been a, a great uh, form of support and advice. Um, you know, of course, you, you take everything with a grain of salt. And I like to call Dr. Google on occasion to uh, check things out. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of, you know, where we are. My kids are a couple months younger than yours. Um, my babies were born on uh, inauguration day. <laughs> oh. uh, so that was, <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my water broke um, at 6 a.m. And I was like, you are kidding me. <laughs> so um, unfortunately, they, they happened to be born after our uh, new president. I know you guys think and feel very similarly to me. <laughs> um, so I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, um, so anyways, my kids were born on January 20th, so they're, uh, four and a half months old now. And, um, again, Instagram has been just such a great form of information and support for things, um, you know, having to do with our kids. 
Um, and I hope that in the infertility world, because I just kind of changed over my account uh, from infertility to, you know, a twin account, um, I hope that I can continue to give people support and um, hope uh, that are still trying to have children. Right. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad everything ended up working out and you guys um, were finally successful. Um, you said you had two, you tried IVF twice before you ended up conceiving? Yes. Yeah, so we, um, my husband did a procedure called Tessie, T-E-S-E, which um, basically they go and retrieve sperm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had four surgeries of those four surgeries. They were able to, to retrieve 23 sperm. Um, and between those different rounds, I had rounds where they did egg retrieval. Um, so of those retrievals and everything, we, we had two rounds, um, where we had two embryos each time that we put in. Um, the first was in January. It was pretty much a year after of exactly from when we actually had the twins. Um, We had done one transfer, a frozen transfer, and it failed. And then um, in May of last year, we did a fresh transfer, and that transfer worked. And, um, you know, now we have our babies. That's That's awesome. awesome. So something that I think is kind of cool, if your your babies were born on the 20th, our babies were supposed to be like theoretically born on the 15th, you know, so they gestationally are pretty close. Are pretty close. Mm-hmm. You know, we, they just came out. Ours decided to come out way too way early. early. Yeah. Well, that's pretty awesome though. So how are they doing? Yeah. They are great. They're, uh, um, they're sleeping through the night. Well, one of them is sleeping through the night. They're kind of big twins. So one twin was seven pounds, seven ounces when she was born and then yeah (laughs) I was on bed rest for about a month oh wow um just to make sure that I kept them in um and I had actually stopped working at 30 weeks just because with my job I was able to take some short-term disability so my last day of work was December 5th and I just kind of chilled and then um we had a, a little bit of a scare turned out I was having contractions um on December 30th and so from December 30th on, I um, just stayed at home and stayed on our first floor. We have a three-story townhome, and uh, there was no leaving the bed. I actually had to stay laying down to keep my blood pressure down, but it worked. The wow. second infant, uh, baby baby A was the smaller one. Baby A was um, 6'10", um, and then B, baby B, like I said, was 7'7". Seven, seven. So we were very lucky, and... You know, um, baby B is now um, seven over seventeen pounds. She's probably closer to eighteen pounds oh. at four and a half months. <laughs> Big baby, and um, uh, baby A is probably around fifteen and a half. Oh my! How much are our babies weighing? So, uh, thirteen seven and thirteen four. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds oh like God, we don't Marcus feed our kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we starve ours, so you know. You probably get the talks of like being on the other end of the spectrum, like the top. What would that be? Like the ninetieth percentile or eightieth? Yeah. Or, and we're like, we just got into the tenth percentile. Yeah. Oh like, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, we 
We, I think, you know, I think it's really funny. We, I think that it has to do at least with baby B with a little bit of reflux. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's just so hungry because for the longest time it wouldn't stay down. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of why it bulked her up a little bit, but we, we added rice cereal to, um, her bottle, um, starting at four months. So she's been on two weeks of that. And it's, I, I've seen a huge decrease in, um, reflux and spitting up. So awesome. I think it actually has worked and helped. Um, but it's just funny because I was so worried and, uh, you know, we'll go into the, the whole breastfeeding and pumping stuff, but, um, in the hospital, I was so concerned about them gaining weight and they weren't gaining weight and weren't gaining weight. Um, and it was because the whole breastfeeding stuff just wasn't working for us. And so, you know, now I, you know, what I was so worried about at the beginning and now what I know, I wish I would have understood everything a little bit better at the beginning of our journey and when they were first born. Right. It's a, it's unfortunate that there's not more, uh, you know, said and told to new parents because, you know, you're, you're so, you know, there's so much pressure and mom guilt and parent guilt about feeding your children and they make you feel so bad about, you know, at the end of the day, your kid just needs to eat. Right. So what's the, I don't know, what's the like vibe down in Houston or at the hospital you went to? Um, was it kind of like our story where they're very pro breastfeeding um, or, I mean, because ours, they were having you pump like within like yeah, I was in 15 minutes. I was they pumping. Were, yeah. Um, and they had well, lactation so, people and everybody coming and visiting. Just wondering what it's like. Yeah. So they were, they were super, um, so my girls didn't have any NICU time. So, um, I had them in the room. We did take breaks, but we had them in the room and they were, I mean, they're super pro breastfeeding. So they had them, they didn't even want to take the kids for a little break. We did eventually do that, but they didn't want formula anywhere near us. They were constantly like making the babies, um, you know, try to breastfeed. But, um, with, my kids, because they weren't born at full term, they wouldn't latch. You know, we had several latching issues. And so um, we ended up using shields and I was trying to breastfeed. Um, and then I pumped some to get the colostrum, you know, but they wanted the babies to like to eat, um, you know, and try to breastfeed the entire time we were in the hospital. Well, you know, I mean, a couple things. They don't tell you straight up. Like, it takes several days for your breast milk to actually come in. So colostrum is great. But, you know, both of my babies lost more than 10% of their, you know, initial body weight when they left the hospital. And I gave them a little bit of formula, but I was so like, no formula. You know, they said no formula. We, You know, I was told, don't use formula. You need to really, you know, now I know better, you know, you give yourself a break. It's going to take a couple of days to get, you know, your breast milk in. Um, but I didn't know that. I didn't understand that. And I was so worried, you know, about them getting nipple confusion and all of the silly stuff that now I know, like it's, you know, as long as they're eating, they're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. But they just didn't tell me that what turned out to be, um, more than latching issues. I had, you know, you know, with two, we put on, you know, extra stress, but I tried to tandem feed immediately. Um, 
when we got home and, you know, I have the, the twinsy pillow to try to tandem feed and I did tandem feeding, um, almost into my second week, I had a lactation people that come out twice and, um, it turned out when they weighed the babies, one infant baby, baby A was, was eating three, three and a half ounces and baby B was only eating an ounce and a half. And so it just, it just wasn't working. And so I didn't know. And now I know, um, that there are these whole communities of women that just exclusively pump. Mm-hmm. I wish somebody would have told me that at the beginning, I wouldn't have, you know, had this pressure, you know, there's all this pressure to like bond with your child through breastfeeding. And, you know, there's a lot, there, there's lots of ways to bond with your kid, but what's important is that they're, they're, you know, nourished, however that is. Um, so now I know better. Um, but about almost two weeks in, I decided I was going to start pumping and just exclusively pump and bottle feed so that I knew exactly how much they were actually eating. Sure. So for those first two weeks you were home, were you waking up like every three hours or and then feeding them yep. and sleeping like an hour and a half and waking up and, or two hours? or Yep. Ugh. That's exactly what... Now, I was really lucky like you guys. You know, I think a lot of twin families have help from their family if they're lucky enough to have family that live close. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom still helps us during the week um, watching the girls. So I had my mom come stay that first almost two full weeks. She stayed with us nonstop and pretty much I would be in bed and they would just bring the babies to me, you know, and I would get food brought up to me. I mean, it was really, it was very, I was very lucky, but I didn't even really feel like myself until I made that decision that I needed to bottle feed the kids so that I would know exactly what they were getting. I felt so guilty and so stressed and I was just crying and I, I didn't think there was another way to handle it. And then I just kind of broke and I was like, you know what? Screw this. I was going to say, say the F bomb, but I decided mm-hmm. I, I guess not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, <laughs> I, I checked myself. Um, I decided, you know what? I'm just going to pump. And, and I already had the symphony, you know, the Medela symphony rented, um, so I decided, you know what, I'm just going to pump, pump, pump. And, um, you know, I, I found out there's a, a website called exclusive, uh, exclusivelypumping.com, and they have all these great tips and advice, and I just kind of did that. And um, immediately, you know, at that two-week mark, I, I saw, you know, them start to gain weight. You know, we went back to the doctor and, they were gaining the way they were supposed to. And, you know, I of course had to supplement with formula, but, but at the same time they were still getting the nutrition that I could give them, um, you know, through pumping, but it just, it was super tough and it, you know, pumping helps because other people can help feed the baby. So it's not all the pressure isn't just on me. Mm -hmm. And I knew too, that I was going to go back to work. So I was going to have to pump anyways. So learning how to do it earlier on would have, would you know benefit everyone right so did you was the is it modilla is that how you say that brand is it Medilla? yeah Medilla, whatever Medilla, Medilla. We, should, yeah. we should have them sponsor this one this could be a really good episode for yeah them. except for i've already said i wanted to throw my pump out the window oh, that's true <laughs> <laughs> was this 
<laughs> the one you rented, was it the um, hospital grade one? Yes. It was. Yes, okay. yes, yes. And, and um, oh, you know, a couple of people go back and forth about it if they're exclusive pumpers, but um, you really, if you're planning to exclusively pump, you really need to rent the hospital grade pump to get your production up to get, because the majority of the pumps that you get for free from your insurance company aren't strong enough to do what they really need to do to really get um, your production up and to, to empty you the way you really need to, if you plan to do it um, exclusively for your kids. Yeah. And I think you found that the, when we switched over, it took longer. It seemed. Yeah. It certainly did take longer. Mm-hmm. So right now, are you ex- so exclusively pumping? That means, is that are your babies fed exclusively breast milk or are they still being supplemented or how does? Um, so exclusive pumping, I would say, is that they do not, um, I don't breastfeed them. Okay. Um, and it can it can mean, you know, a combo of formula and breast milk. But yeah, they... They're they're strictly bottle fed, I would say. Um, I I I do not as you know. I I feel like I have a good production, but again, you know, with twins, you just <laughs> you have to have a lot of everything. And, uh, and I just some. I produce <laughs> yeah I produce uh, you know forty to fifty ounces a day, and it's not enough for twins. Okay, I just, so, so I just pictured a forty ounce of beer. Oh That's how my I gosh. gauge the size. <laughs> yeah, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Oh my goodness! So I'm thinking about what. Okay, what I was producing at that time, I was only producing eight ounces when I stopped breast. Uh, when I stopped pumping, how like much? eight ounces a day. Oh, okay, yeah. So my girls were getting one bottle a day, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's kind. Of- I can't imagine like having. I like I just, I just can't I can't fathom that much. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm really lucky. I am really really lucky that I'm producing what I'm producing. But you, I mean, you guys know it's just oh, it's, it's still not enough for no. you know two babies. No. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of some, the reason we wanted to get you on here is because you made a post on Instagram that we saw that um, had a bunch of tips to help other mothers out there. Um, it wasn't, I don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah, it wasn't can... something that we had the best advice for. Yeah. Cause Cause I think, we, yeah. we didn't, I mean, maybe it wasn't, we didn't, or I didn't do it right, but I certainly didn't have the success that you have had. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, I was, like I said, I when I'm, so I'm super type A and, um, my sister kind of makes fun of me sometimes because she says I like. Do, I have projects all the time and my dad's kind of like that too but you know when I do something I like it falls to the wall and so I was like well if I'm gonna pump I'm gonna be the best pumper I can possibly be and it's I mean it's no joke it's time consuming and um I have the best support with my husband and my mom but my husband is like ready for me to be done he's mm-hmm. like it's time consuming and even with me now at this point four and a half months and I only pump three times a day, but it's just when you start out and you know, because I know that you were pumping like this just mm-hmm. every couple of hours, it's so time consuming, but I along the way kind of created all of these great, um, I found things that worked for me. Um, and I've seen there's some commonality to it. There's a lot of things that seem to work for a lot of people, but it's, 
you know, sort of, okay, I have to do these things every day. And they have seemed to create the most, now I would say sometimes production has a lot to do with it too. I mean, you know, you could do all of these things and there's a possibility it still might not work, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, I think it's the, you know, doing these things when you're in the hospital and starting this kind of, um, plan, you know, especially for the, for the twin moms that you have, um, that are your listeners that are currently pregnant. Um, you know, they intend to breastfeed, but they need to also know that they're going to want to pump because they're going to want to have help, mm-hmm. you know, feeding. Um, so yeah, there are all these things. Do you want me to go down that list or do you want to? Sure. Do you want to just, you know, okay. read out, rattle sure. off some of your tips? I printed it sure, off too, sure, so we sure. can follow through. It's, mm-hmm. um... Sure. Sure. Well, you know, so the, the, one of the biggest things is to take care of yourself. Um, and I know that we're, you know, as new parents, you're constantly worried about your kid, but also you have to realize if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to produce enough milk to, um, feed those babies. So, you know, getting some rest when you can, whether it's just sleeping between, you know, when they're sleeping. Um, I have found that when I get more sleep, I produce more milk. Um, Definitely hydrating, drinking a lot of water, Gatorade, juice, whatever you can get your hands on. I found that I drink two 32 ounces of Gatorade every day. And that's a lot of salt and a lot of sugar, but it seems to work for me. And on days when I don't drink enough Gatorade, um, I don't produce as much. Um, also eating a ton of calories. And, you know, after you have a baby, especially twins, you want to lose that weight. You're ready to lose that weight. But I found on days that I don't eat enough, I don't produce enough. So I have a tendency now to have that hamburger if I think I need the calories that day. Um, or have that extra hash brown at McDonald's because I know that when I eat more, I will produce more milk. Um, that hash brown sounds really see. good right now. That was so good. So, um, <laughs> so good. quick question. Um, Go ahead. Again, I don't, this is kind of an odd topic for me, to, but it's a good for the husband's perspective. For the Gatorade, and I'm kind of the one that wants to break it down, is there a specific flavor that you use? I don't know because I know some oh, Gatorades yeah. are different and I know... Just giving everybody. Oh my god! <laughs> like, is it the G two? Is all it the, the full all force? The, all the info. Uh, no, so I just get whatever flavors I like, okay. and um, I go to like Kroger. So, and I actually I go back and forth between Gatorade and Powerade, whatever's on sale that week. Okay. So usually, like one of them will be on sale for you know buy ten for you know, 50 cents or something like that at, at the local. And I call it our local grocery is Kroger. Um, so I know that they have different names across the country, but um, the Kroger usually has it on sale, like for 10 for, um, you know, 50 cents a piece or something like that. So I get whatever's on sale, whatever flavors I like, and just make sure that I drink two of those 32 ounces in addition to, you know, um, big things of water, you know, 33 ounce bottles of water. I drink like two of those a day. Wow. It's a lot of liquid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots, lots of fluids, lots of fluids for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So back to, back to the good old list. Um, so um, making time to pump. 
So especially when you're trying to create um, milk at the very beginning after you have your your infants, it's important to create a schedule for yourself, kind of like when you're planning to feed them at the beginning when you're still, you know, with twins, a lot of times they're still smaller, so we have to wake them up to feed them. Um, so create a schedule for yourself, whatever that is. In the beginning, they really recommend every two and a half to three hours, but give yourself time um, and kind of set that schedule. Power pumping is a really good thing in part of that schedule. Now, power pumping is um, where you pump either once or twice a day. Um, you power pump, and it's set up to where you pump for 20 minutes, stop for 10 pump for another 10, stop for 10, and then pump for another 10. So it eats up about an hour of time, um, but it stimulates production. So it's kind of like cluster feeding if you were to breastfeed, and so it it kind of replicates that sort of thing in the body. It kind of tricks the body into thinking that you're breastfeeding, and um, it gets production up. So I found like if I feel like my production is kind of low for whatever reason that we all power pump and throw a power pump in and it gets it back to where it needs to be. Awesome. Um, so at the beginning you kind of need to pump eight times a day and that's a lot. But if you think about it, you know, if you really are intending to make this work, you have to, um, I'm down to three or four times a day now. And I pump for longer versus, um, you know, the 20 minute, 30 minute increments that a lot of people, you know, tell you to pump. I pump for like an hour, but I, again, can get 40 to 50 ounces of milk and it's worth it. You know, it saves a lot on formula, um, every month. Right. Um, I take, oh, sorry. Do you want to? No, no, no. I'm just keep going. Just kind of going through my list. Um, supplements. I take supplements, um, so there's a couple that they recommend if you look at the blogs. Uh, the one that I use is Mother Love, um, and it's it's uh, sorry, it's Make Milk Plus by Mother Love, and it has um, fenugreek, which is a really big one that they recommend. Um, and then I also take something called le- lectin, which helps you um, kind of not get clogged up, which is, you know, something you don't want to get mastitis. Um, so it kind of helps just keep keeping things moving along. Um, let's see, what else? Um, I try to have everything ready um, to, to pump um, the day before, or, you know, like if I'm planning to, you know, have a lot of stuff going on the next day, I keep a tiny little fridge, one of those like six-pack cooler fridges that are like 30 bucks on Amazon, in our um, bathroom connected to the master and I keep all of my pump parts in there and just wash them every, every day or every other day. Don't tell anybody I said that, but you know, (laughs) I just, (laughs) I confirm my kids and I know that I'm clean. So I feel like, you know, I can get away with it every other day, but I keep all my pump parts in there so that I don't have to, because washing every single time is so time consuming. It's not realistic. (laughs) Oh, so you put it. It's not realistic. So you put it in the fridge. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so everything stays clean and it just, you know, I just take them off, put them in there. And then, you know, if I'm, especially when I was pumping in the middle of the night, it would be so easy to just like have the, and then I would have extra bottles and everything ready to go so that I would have to like go downstairs, go get all my pump parts, 
you know, and have to eat up extra time to um, do all that. So, and I also, I bought um, storage bottles, which I, you know, some people really like these bottles, but I bought some cheap storage bottles at Walmart that work on the Medela parts so that I would always have bottles clean to pump whenever I needed to. So I would use extra, you know, have an extra set of flanges, all this stuff. And mind you, it is kind of an investment to get all this, but it's worth it to save me time and energy to not have to wash stuff all the time. It's, yeah. It just is, it's, it, yeah, it just helps my sanity a little bit. <laughs> um, something I found that really helps is um, heat and massage. So if I am able to, I'll take a hot, really hot shower before I pump because it seems to help, like, um, get the milk flowing. Um, I will also massage, or if I'm not going to shower, I will use hot washcloth and um, rub <laughs> rub to get things going because um, I found that when I do that, I um, get more milk. Um, there are these great um, little things that they sell on Amazon. Um, they're called... Um, there's by this company that sells like milk bags and I'm, I'm probably going to slaughter the name Lang, Langso, Langso. Am I saying it right? L A N S I N O H. I you know how to say it. I, I don't know how to say it, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. So they have three in one breast therapy pads and you can get them cold, you know, if you are in pain or, I use them and I heat them up in the microwave for like 30 seconds. It tells you not to do it that long, but I do it 30 seconds. And then I put them on the outside of the phalange. And when I'm pumping, it just kind of helps things keep going. And a lot of times I can get extra letdowns because of the heat. That's awesome. So I think that's pretty much all of my tips. I found that, that a combo of these things keeps me going. Um, Will I do this past six months? I don't know if my husband can handle it, <laughs> honestly. But but we're going to try. You know, at this point, I have probably um, somewhere around 600 ounces frozen. Mind you, we just have like a, you know, an extra fridge in the in the garage. So it's not anywhere near where I thought at the beginning of this journey. I thought, oh, I'm going to have so much milk and so much frozen and I'm going to be able to breastfeed for a year. And the reality is, is, um, you know what formula is okay. And they're going to start getting food at six months. And, you know, I'm doing the very best that I can do. And you know what, that's, that's pretty damn good. So, so, uh, yeah, it's, that's, that's my story and that's my journey. Awesome. You're a rock star here. Yeah. And I mean, (laughs) you said a lot of stuff like that. Um, we feel it too, like where you're like, you know, it, does, it might cost a little bit, but it makes life a little easier. Yeah. We are absolutely yeah. on board with that. You know, <laughs> you know for us, yeah. we look at the sleep suits. I mean, that was mm-hmm. our, you know, magic thing. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, what I'll try to do is I'll try to link all those, um, those things you mentioned, like those supplements as well as that. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that last thing, but I don't know. I know. I don't know how those breast pads, those breast pad things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're great. They are great. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So, um, I don't have any other, do you have any other I, questions? I don't. So other, some other follow up things. Um, now as a twin parent, you're right around 
the time where we are. I'm going to spit in distance. And so is there, what is one thing that has surprised you about like, like that you didn't think about ahead of time? Is there anything that's like, you know, complete shock to you or surprise or something you didn't besides the, you know, breastfeeding and having, you know, Uh, well, and this, so this is going to sound really naive. So, and I'll say this because we wanted so much to be pregnant and to have a child, you know, with our past history of infertility that I, I guess I just thought that, you know, we would continue on as, um, you know, we had been together for 14, 15 years before we had children. I thought that it was just going to be so easy to, um, continue on our lives as as is and you know do everything Mm -hmm. and again very naive I guess I would say I just I was so wanting to get pregnant and have a child I just didn't think about the after what what it would be like to actually have the children here and we are so lucky Mm -hmm. and so I mean we are so in love but it's it's really freaking hard it's really hard and (laughs) And and when somebody tells me how hard it is when they have one child, I'm like, you've got no freaking clue. Yeah. Like, they really think it's, I'm just like, try having two babies. Just, you know, just imagine two. And and it it's not life as usual by any means. You know, we have found that we need time to go do little things. And kind of like y'all, I, my mom is thankfully here, so I'm able to go to the gym a couple times a week. Um, but I was, you know, I was at the gym every day before and not so much. So it's, the reality is, is you figure it out and I think it gets easier as they get older. But I was very naive in thinking that, you know, we would be able to just go and do all the time, you know, run and meet our friends at the brewery with the kids. And, you know, they have schedules and they have things and they get really upset and off schedule really easily. And you have to really say, you know what, eventually we will get to do that again. But right now I'm going to have to go get coffee by myself instead of, you know, as a family, because it's just too much work. Yeah. Sure. Like funny that you bring that up when, before we called you, um, I was texting Megan. Megan, um, was running from work to the gym. I was, the baby, I got home, the kids were batshit crazy, just like screaming. Oh. Um, and so I'm like, I'm just going to take them for a drive. And you thought that I was going to go to the grocery store or the store yeah, to pick up some stuff. I don't know why I thought you were going to go to the grocery store. But, but I thought about it. I mean, I, you know, I was like, I think I could. But then it gets to that point, you know, I was in the car. Car's not big enough to carry the stroller plus the two kids. How do you like get through like Walmart holding two kids in car seats? You know, I just... I haven't found any trick to do that without a stroller. Yeah. And it's that same thing of just you having to adjust life. Like I just decided, you know, once they go to bed, once, you know, if we're done with this, once we eat, I'll go work out at nine or 10 o'clock tonight, stop by Walmart on the way home. That's... Yep. That's what you do. So we found, um, so I signed up for, um, a grocery delivery service. And to me, it was, um, you might have it there. The company is called Shipped. Um, and I know it's a national company, but I think that they have different markets that they focused on, but Shipped. And 
it was $99 for the year. And, you know, especially when I was on bed rest, I signed up for this. So I would find that that and Amazon Prime were like my best friends because I could have everything delivered to my house. I could, you know, pick groceries, whatever I need. And that to me, even though I love to grocery shop and I love to cook, was so worth that extra money because you can't just pick up and go take the kids to the grocery store. It's near impossible. And you always have to be prepared for a meltdown situation because you know (laughs) it's going to happen one of these days. Yeah. You know? Oh, that happened to me at Walmart, remember? And then oh. everyone let me in front of them because they wanted the crying babies <laughs> away from them. <laughs> yeah. like, Look, they're, they're usually not this bad, I promise. But, but they're, they're you not know, loving. <laughs> I was only using the mom hooks and one reusable bag, and I had things stacked on top of everything. <laughs> and I think I had eggs sitting on top of Harper's lap. I mean, it was. Yeah, you're like, please don't. Please don't knock this out of the stroller, please. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yeah, I mean, it's a, there's been a lot of stuff that, you know, even to us, the car has been the biggest thing, oh, you know, yeah. just something that we didn't even think about, the size of our car. Yeah. Um, and oh. It's just, yeah, it's one of those, everything is crazy. Well, you're, you're talking about fitting. So I have a company car, so I'm kind of stuck with what car I use. So I have a Nissan Ultima as my company car. So you can imagine, and as a pharmaceutical rep, I have to keep paper goods in my car to give to um, doctor's offices for them to give to patients as patient materials. So I have like two tiny little things of paper goods that I have to go to my storage unit pretty much every day because I have to keep a giant stroller in my car just in case. I need to do anything. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of those things like you don't realize too. I would say this is another thing I didn't realize how much crap you need for twins. Oh my God. Like you can't just have like one swing. You have to have two, you know, that like frog Mm -hmm. chair thing that you guys have. We have one right now. And I'm like, Nope, we're going to have to get another one Mm because you have to have two of everything. And I think it just continues when they get older. I've already started to see them like eye each other stuff. I have like one little toy. Nope. They're going to, fight over that toy so i may as well just get two of everything and not have to worry about it later yeah but you have so much crap it's not even funny yeah yeah and it's i mean i think i don't know i think i posted a picture on our facebook page or instagram of one of our babies rolling over and you can just watch that video and you get to see our living room there's like a blanket a bouncer uh we call them the office the frog a swing and that's it. I mean, it's just, there's no living room. It takes up everything. You have so much stuff. Our yeah. base and our basement is our workout room is now a baby yeah. good storage center. Yeah. And it's we, like our house puked up plastic or yeah. something. I mean, we have boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff and another office yeah. down there. And I'm sure that's where the baby pool is going to go once we get that. And... <laughs> I just saw that today on Instagram. Yeah. One of the baby pools where you could put like all the, let them sit and play because that way they're not rolling all over the place and you don't have to stress <laughs> as much about them running all over the house. Like, yeah, I just saw that up from another twin parent that's on what, Instagram today. That's so funny. My mom just <laughs> brought that up to us today too. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's great. So well, cool. <laughs> that's, um, but yeah, so awesome. Well, thank you for joining. Do you have any yeah, other questions? I don't think so. It was great to talk to you. Do you have any questions for us? Oh, well, I just, I am 
thoroughly entertained by y'all and your stories of everything. You know, y'all have had such a journey as well. I just feel like uh, we're all really lucky to kind of experience as tough as it is. And we're, you know, we're going to be three times older than the people that have kids the same age because of the things that our twins have put us through over the yeah. years. But no, I think, I think that y'all are rocking it. Y'all, uh, you know, y'all are experiencing a lot of the things we are, but just a, a little bit faster than us. And I'm like, oh, okay, they tried this. And so I just, I'm really thankful that uh, y'all are out there uh, talking about it and uh, telling the truth about everything because it's hard. It's, it's a blast. But it's really, really hard. Yeah. It's it sucks most of the day, but then there's like five minutes the way I, I look at it. There's like yeah, five or ten no, minutes I, a day that are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's you know it's well, great and, like in the morning and right when you get home from work yeah, and they smile and then yeah and then they start to cry yeah or they yep, freak out yeah. Or, yeah. I the, just keep telling myself when they tell us I love you, I think it'll make it worth it. Yeah. You've got to wait a while for that, but I think when they start saying that kind of stuff, yeah, until like, they okay, say "I hate you," and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, we've got you know so many years of that. I mean, I can't wait. With girls, we're all in. Oh yeah, we're all in trouble. Mm-hmm. I remember what it was like to be a teenage girl. <laughs> uh, it's gonna really suck. <laughs> we think it sucks now. It's gonna really suck. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna, it's gonna be a handful. Like we'll have to do like a recap in like thirteen years and see how things are going <laughs> exactly exactly and uh see how we're doing but okay. no I've, I've it's been a pleasure to speak to you guys you and i'm too. thoroughly entertained by your by your stories and your travels and um your continued uh mm. enjoyment of wine i i I, mm-hmm. I i enjoy your wine talk every day so make sure <laughs> awesome. that you crack open some wine we'll <laughs> oh, we will. awesome well thank you fifi and how do people where do, where can people find you online? Um, okay, yeah. so I have two Instagram accounts: um, the IVS um, now solely twin account is Apple Twinning. I took a a little you know take off of yours, so it's a you know Apple A P P L E Twinning, and then I have a personal Instagram account um, that has you know a lot to do with. I'm a big baker and uh, cook, um, and it also talks about my kids, and it's F. Appleby, um, F-A-P-P-L-E-B-E. Awesome. So those are my two Instagram accounts, and uh, I'm always, you know, trying to uh, show everybody, especially with, you know, having family all over the country. It's just easier sometimes to just put it out there, and then they can, you know, like it if they want or uh, just mm-hmm. ignore it if they want as well absolutely that's awesome. awesome well perfect well thank you very much yeah and you and... have a great evening yeah. and thanks. good rest of your week and thanks for joining us on the thanks. podcast absolutely y'all have a good one you thanks too. you too bye bye